0: Hello and welcome back to 365 days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, a video maker, Oakland native, and a student of Earth Science. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day I'm gonna share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune every day so don't leave too soon i'm gonna teach you stuff no it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had enough it's 365 on this day in 1883 a volcanic island in the indian ocean exploded in the largest volcanic eruption in recorded history the volcano's name was krakatoa And the deadly eruption set off a chain of disasters and natural phenomena felt around the entire globe. Before we dive deep into Krakatoa itself, let's brush up on geology class for a quick sec. I mean, what causes volcanoes in the first place? A lot of us probably kind of picture the Earth's crust just floating around on a giant lava pool and the lava just blowing up every now and then. But that's not exactly how it works. While a part of our planet's core is in fact a fiery, molten liquid furnace, that part is not what the Earth's crust is floating on. In fact, the liquid part of the core starts almost 2,000 miles below the ground we walk on. What are those 2,000 miles made of? That would be the mantle. And the mantle isn't liquid. It's made of solid rock that's just pliable enough to move very, very slowly. On top of that slowly moving rock base is the crust, and on top of that… Is us. The Earth's crust or top layer is an 18 mile thick layer of various rocks, minerals, and organic matter. Think mud, soil, rocks, diamonds, precious metals, the works. The crust is split into separate plates fitting together like puzzle pieces across the surface. Where the plates touch each other, they're kind of in a slow motion crash that generates earthquakes and volcanoes. Remember how the mantle underneath is sort of soft and flexible rock? The mantle is what causes the plates to move. When they collide, one plate is smashed upwards to form mountains and one slides down into the rock mantle. This incredibly high pressure situation creates so much heat that the rock literally melts and turns into burning, flowing, bubbling magma. Magma is just lava that's underground. If the pressure gets bad enough, the magma will erupt out to the surface in a fiery explosion of gas, ash, smoke, and lava. And that, my friends, is a volcano. Volcanic mountains can be active, erupting, or inactive. And an inactive volcano is one that hasn't erupted in over 10,000 years. Krakatoa is an active volcano. A very active volcano. The islands of Indonesia sit at the convergence of not two, but three tectonic plates. As you can imagine, this causes a ton of earthquakes and volcanic activity. Indonesia has at least 130 active volcanoes, the most of any country in the world. Krakatoa is a small, uninhabited volcanic island west of Sumatra. You might remember from our August 18th episode that Sumatra is Indonesia's largest island. In the summer of 1883, Krakatoa started showing signs of an active eruption. For a few months, people reported clouds of ash and dust billowing up from its mouth. One German ship passing by said they saw a seven-mile-high ash cloud. At this point, people were actually kind of excited, like, we're witnessing a natural phenomenon. Nobody suspected the extent of the coming catastrophe. Then, on August 26th and 27th, the mountain exploded. The first eruption blew nearly two-thirds of the island into the ocean and sent pyroclastic flows of tidal waves to nearby shores. A pyroclastic flow is a combination of burning gas, lava, and fiery ash that belches from inside a volcano. But it was the next day, August 27th, that was truly cataclysmic. At around 5.30 that morning, the first of four separate devastating explosions began. The explosions were so violent that people could hear them as far as 3,000 miles away. Okay, that's like if a volcano erupted in Los Angeles and people in New York City heard it. That's insane. Ash from the explosions was thrown 50 miles up into the air, which is almost exactly the height Richard Branson reached when he quote-unquote went to space in July of 2021. So yeah, the explosions reached ash into space. Clouds of dust coated the entire globe. People in the cities on the other side of the world saw spectacular sunsets as the light bounced off the dust, and the clouds shielded so much of the sun that the temperature dropped by several degrees across the whole world. Unfortunately, the human toll was heartbreaking. We estimate now that up to 36,000 people died. The second highest death toll of any recorded volcanic eruption. Side note, the highest death toll was during an eruption 70 years earlier, also in Indonesia. Seriously, give these people a break. Most of the people who died were actually killed by the massive tsunamis that accompanied the eruption. Tsunamis are giant tidal waves, usually triggered by underwater earthquakes. But as Krakatoa exploded and collapsed into the ocean, the massive crashes triggered the tidal waves. Some reached over 120 feet tall. Picture a wave, the height of a 12-story building. That's why people couldn't escape. Another 4,500 people were killed by the pyroclastic flows, a molten poisonous gas flowing out over the ocean. Krakatoa is still an active volcano, and the most recent eruption was in 2020, though no one died. It also erupted in 2018 and caused a tsunami that killed 420 people and injured 14,000. Sometimes nature is brutal and unforgiving, and it reminds me how small we really are, how vast the universe is, and how much we need to rely on each other. Now let's talk about music. On August 27, 2002, Avril Lavigne released her pop-punk banger, Skaterboy, and established herself as the pop-punk queen. Skater Boy was the second single on her debut album and an instant hit. It opens with the famous lines, He was a boy, she was a girl, can I make it any more obvious? She then narrates the story of a skater boy and his high school love, who eventually dumps him for being a weirdo. The boy goes on to become a famous music star on MTV, and he and Avril fall in love and laugh about how the popular girl missed out. It's clever and snarky and funny and a great listen. Commercially, the song reached the top 10 in over 10 countries and Spin Magazine ranked it as the fifth best pop punk chorus in the 21st century. And of course, Avril became an icon for the era's teens who felt like outsiders. Like they didn't fit in with the Britney Spears popular girl vibe, she became their pop punk queen. And now for today's final segment, I'll be going into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on August 27th in my life. On August 27th, 2020, I played Among Us. I played it, and I was in a very big Among Us phase for a little while in 2020. But now, a year later, I've grown out of And I can't wait until the rest of the world does too. I'm tired of the sussy, the sussy jokes. I'm tired of them. I don't want them anymore. I hope we move on. It's time for a new era of meme culture that is, that is leaving Among Us behind. Thanks for going back in time with me and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM2. New facts every day. So don't leave too soon i'm gonna teach you stuff no it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had enough it's 365